What's that? Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Not a game. Not a yeah. game. Not a game. We talking about practice. Yeah. Not a game. Not a, not not the game that I go out there and, and die for. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? Every single week, I put my freaking heart and soul into this. I study my ass off. You know why I'm here. Don't you open your mouth about the best. No. Oh, you I'm going to shut it for you real quick. Real quick. Real quick. Real quick. Real quick. Uh, uh, I'm with the best sports podcast of all time. Full time. More to say with Matt Niff and DK. What the fuck going on, folks? It's popping. It's popping. Hey, I, I missed that intro. It's been a minute since I said it like that. Right. Yeah, I love the energy, boy. By time. Yes, Tab, yes, Tab ain't glitching this week, so we good. <laughs> Bye. Hey, we got. Got to uh, introduce. Got to reintroduce. Okay, I was gonna say, got to introduce <laughs> me. <laughs> producer, we our our producer is fucking Diddy. She says she getting from behind the scenes. She's trying to be in the video now. Right. I mean, I'm already on the uh-huh. screen, so like I can come in and out. You know, sometimes. Depends. Yeah. That's what we gonna call it. You know what I'm saying? I still control it, so when she's talking crazy, you'll give her that time. Let her go. David always wanna be in control, but whatever <laughs> makes you feel okay, you got it. You are in control. Hey, well, we gonna we gonna let you start start off first thing real quick, Baylor. Uh you know, if during this quarantine just in general, I like to check on the hosts, check on my people, see how y'all doing. So shit. How how niggas doing during this quarantine, how everybody holding up, everybody family and shit. Um, pretty good. You know, I just feel like I've just been more, um, intoxicated than usual. You know, you, you ain't the only one, Baylor. Yeah. The that's one. the only thing for me. I've, I've been drinking a lot more than usual. So that's probably the thing I need to get under control, but everything else is good. Vitamins, tea, exercise. Uh, that, that same thing you said in pre-production, you've been on demon time. <laughs> yeah, right. She said off that Azul, that Casa Azul. Yeah, I have can no you explain to us? That. Can you explain to us three men what demon time is? What exactly it is? Demon time is is personal to the individual, right? So I don't mm-hmm. know what everybody else's demon time is. But What's your demon, demon time? I'm asking you yours. <laughs> don't point at me, first of all. Um, so my demon time when I my demon time is activated, I just want to keep going. I just want to get lit. Mm. So there's no boundaries. You just want to keep going. Just keep going as further as far as you possibly can go. It's not that I, I want to. It's just that it literally just happens. Like, just demon oh, time. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Sounds like a good time. Demon time. Yeah, demon yeah, time. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you little... What'd you say? Beyonce say, some, Beyonce say one thing in a rap and the whole world is on it. No, but Actually, no, no, um, no, people, people been, yeah, people been on the demon yeah. time. It's just yeah, Beyonce, once Beyonce thing. says something, it's on the whole Yeah, thing. she takes it to another level. Now I've heard it every day since Beyonce. And don't, yeah. don't take that hate because I'll be the first to tell you right now that verse is hard. And I, I damn near, I don't know about heart, but I know a lot of the words of that shit because that shit's hard. Mm. Since, since we talk about Beyonce, you got to talk about some new music that dropped. How y'all feel about 6ix9ine? He went live the other day and had 2 million on live. I actually tuned in on his live just to see with my own eyes. That man really had 2 million on his live. Like, live. His song is trash. He, I think 6ix9ine is talking about? trash. He was just talking about, he was just talking about, like, he snitched and 
he was like, why would he owe niggas loyalty who wasn't loyal to him outside of jail? So how can he expect them to be loyal to him inside of jail? So he was just like, I'm sorry. I had to protect my family. I had to protect my brand. I had to protect myself because niggas wasn't loyal outside. So why am I going to be loyal to you inside? I just, this how, mm-hmm. this how I feel. This how I feel about it. One, I feel like we're just re- rewarding a, a kid for bad behavior. True. And two, and two is it gives the right to be like, okay, I could commit a crime with my people and then just go ahead and uh, snitch and there's no consequences. And that's not something I condone. Like I'm not a street dude, but I understand that when you go and partake in those things, it's a certain code that you got to go by. So like you can't commit a crime. There's consequences for everything you do in life. That's letting people think that you can do something and not have consequences. And that's not how the world works. So I mean, but another thing is, is society, like times have changed. Like niggas don't really live by the same code no more. So it's just like, like it's all about like the look of things or like, being an asshole, like he not really yeah, a street nigga, so he really yeah, just told on the, the, the niggas who really was doing it. Like it's just that's also they fault. Like you yeah, can't, no, exactly. you can't, you can, yeah, you can't I be just, around and do dirt with niggas who not real. Like I, I just hate that he's getting this much attention. If I'm being exactly. honest, because all these young people are like looking and seeing all that shit, thinking that that possibly could be okay, because he's that's garnering right. a lot of attention, and I don't like that. And it's not okay. That's what I'm saying. That nigga's he, bro. He's a cornball. I'm mad we even really giving this man a Give platform. Him, exactly. Even though his platform is a billion times <laughs> bigger than us, I hate that we even talk about it. Yeah, I'm. A, really I was mad. Hard. I was mad that Meek was um going so hard. Like I understand his point, but it's just like you were giving it too much attention. Like you just let it slide and keep it moving. What Meek said, he dissed him or something. He was like going on going off on Twitter, and you know how Meek be doing. I understand him like saying he was like. Nipsey dot Nipsey would have been here everyone for a rap a rat like just saying valuable points but it's just like bro don't even give that much attention to it just let him be in his own lane you already know you're a stand up dude so but I never been in that situation so I, I, he probably had to he like he said he had some uh demons come out when, when that was celebrated yeah man yeah forget about that uh did slime and B come out this week that's that's new music yeah. that kind of new music? yeah yeah that I haven't listened to it that that thug and um Chris Brown. Oh, yeah, I briefly like. A times. Yeah, I have to re-listen to it. I probably wasn't in the mood for it, but shit, I was listening you to it on whip or like just off your phone. You got to play shit in the whip. It was in the car, but like oh, I said, I probably just wasn't in the mood for it. I mean, yeah, same, I, same with me. I ain't gonna cap. Shit, oh, Kalani just dropped it? too. Yeah, her is Kalani is just pretty dropped. Good. Her Five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's Kalani. I love Kalani though, so I'm biased. Who's better? Who's better? I don't, I don't, I don't like doing this, but somebody that I like is uh, Janae. Who's better, her or Janae? Oh man, uh, the two, the, no, they're two different types of music. Like they're R and B. I know who I like better. Who do you like better? Janae. But they're two different vibes. Janae's more like they a are ne- two different. A they neo are two soul, different. like a neo soul bag. What's the name? Like a you real R and B, R and B like. Heartbreak type. Who, so who would you compare Kalani to? Because I, I haven't listened to her before. Janae is a crafty veteran, and Kalani's still on a rookie deal. Yeah, she's still. Yeah. Kalani's been around for a long time, though. I was about to say yeah, it's been like, a minute now. But I feel like you could, I, go, I go to both of them for two different things, and honestly, to tell you the truth, Janae's last album, I didn't even like. I didn't fuck with it. She's too in love. Sad to say. <laughs> yeah, no, whenever you real. get a, a nigga name tatted on your arm, <laughs> a nigga face yeah, tatted on your arm. Yes. 
pretty wild. That love for songwriters, R&B people, once you get in love, that's a death for your pen. Well, oh, you man, not necessarily. You, you, you the manager. You don't you manage? You manage. Shout out to Seiko. Her last shit was a hit. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. We just dropped the uh, song. You got me on all platforms. Go get it. Oh good. It Five minutes. I listened to the whole thing. Period. You just even, pulled a Jerry Krause right there. My man's DK plugging his whole other job on the on the park. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to start dropping my real estate page. Might as well. <laughs> nah, I'm fucking with you. Nah, I fuck with Seiko though. I heard a couple of her shits. Um. When the boy Kakarot, what's his? How you say his shit? Kakarot, Kakarot, Kakarot. When that when that nigga uh, played a couple songs to me, I fuck with Seiko shit. But yo, before we, cause it's it's not it's not mad sports stuff to get into. Of course, everybody want to hear about the Jordan docs. But before we get into that, I gotta say that the funniest thing I've seen all week has been Future shouting out all hates baby mothers <laughs> on Twitter individually. <laughs> oh, see, I don't got Twitter. Literally. <laughs> Shouted out all of them. <laughs> That's what, even, even Sierra? Yes, first. Yeah. No, <laughs> but, first. But, but what Mac pointed out was it's funny that he shouted out some of them by name and some of them didn't. Some of them he didn't. That was that was the most hilarious part about it. Because some some of them some of his baby moms are private though. Like you people don't even know them. How so, many kids does he have? And how many baby mothers? Like, I think he got like six or seven kids. Oh, it's not too bad. I thought he had like more than that. Nigga said, my son, cash mother, real one. (laughs) (laughs) No name drop. But I mean, as long as you, as long as you can pay for them babies, I ain't mad at you because shit, a nigga like me can't even afford it. (laughs) (laughs) But, But I mean, I feel like he has to go to greater lengths though. Like he had to do all of that individually, probably because if he would have done one, the other ones would have been like, "Yo, what's, what's you know, what's good?" Yeah, I'm still. No, I mean maybe. I just feel yeah, like when you have money, so. you can do a lot of things. Yeah, but I ain't. I ain't about to be out here slinging raw and just having babies everywhere though. I. She didn't. Who am I to speak? I don't have that kind of power. Take, as long as you take care of him, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I to speak? I mean, I can't say if I was in that situation. I know right. both, both niggas are slinging it around. So shit. They got like eight kids. True. That's true. If I had that kind of power, yeah, you're right. Probably. But, um, okay, so have y'all been um, running for mod? This week, if any of y'all went to the park and ran for mod, and if you don't know who mod is, it's Ahmad Aubrey, and he was killed couple months ago i don't it's pretty long time ago it was a long time ago by two men when a father when a son followed him while he was just jogging um and killed him no real reason no real threat and the fact that arrested maybe three four days ago maybe three yeah and the fact that it happened all the way in february is is unbelievable like They was, they, yeah, it's been a long ass time and they was just out walking freely, like living that, living their best lives. It's crazy. But that's what happens. Uh, Cause I guess the, the dude used to be a, a former police officer, but that's what happens when you're in a small town, you're in a small town, the police task force, know every, everybody. Who did the murder? Yeah, yeah. He used to be a police officer. So it's easy for them to bury um, the evidence, especially when they had no video at the time and you connect it, you can easily bury that. But the fact that the video came out, now they're saying, Oh no, he really got to get arrested. But before that, they were gonna let that die out. That's a normal no, day. I gotta, I'm not hype off just him being arrested. Like, 
we've seen this mad times where we protest, we cry out social media, hashtag all that shit, and then they arrest somebody and then nothing happens. Yeah. So what, uh, what are they talking about now since they arrest him? Like, I think they 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 put a um a special task force, I guess, together to um run the case. And Jay Z them actually put a um a ad in the AJC today talking about I saw that. Um, talking about the uh Sorry. the case and saying they need one of the prosecutors to recuse himself uh right away because he's too connected to the um the case. So hopefully justice is served, but we know for black people justice not always served. The laws are not always for us. But I was seeing Charlemagne was talking about he thinks like black people should be able to carry guns. I mean you legally are able to carry guns and you he said he thinks you should. But me, I don't I don't I know just having that gun on you is even more reason for them to yeah. carry. So I don't, I don't, yeah, so I'm not too too um, big on that, but I mean, it's to each his own. That's a fact, but it's like shit. We can't we can't live in fear because having a gun on you, not having a gun on you, you still yeah, you target. It's like yeah. I'd rather be prepared and able to defend myself if it come down to it than call lack of without it. Yeah, shit. Yeah. Being a black man in America is is crazy, man. Yeah, it's, it's pretty so much it's, dangerous. So. This this situation is is just another example, sad example. But what what can we even do though? Like like um, Bailey, uh, excuse me, B Diddy, you talking about um, running for Ahmad? Like, what does that running go towards? Type shit? For me, mentally, it was just it was just something I felt like I could have done. You know, it was it was more emotional for me when I actually got up. And, you know, my mom let my brother met, I brought my dog. We all were running different paces. It was just. It's just emotional for me to think about, like, I have a brother, I have family, I have, you know, I'm, I'm a black person, I'm around black people, so it's just like, you know, just like putting yourself in that person's shoes, you're just taking a jog, you're just running, and I don't know where, you know, you, you die, you get shot, like, for me, it was just a thing where it's like, that's the best thing I could do. Moving forward, I think things just need to change the justice system period just needs to change like in general like it just needs to be consequences for everything that's being done when it comes to our people but also we need to be more knowledgeable about our rights we need to be more knowledgeable about what we can do and what we actually can achieve so for me it was just like a just support thing i didn't really do much but i did something i respect that now I mean, I just thinking like there's there's been times and I know we can't we can't stay on this forever, but I mean fuck it, it's about a black man, but there's been times where people have got shot or killed in the street, police brutality, all of that. And I've gone to protest and then afterwards I still felt empty, like what did that even accomplish? What did I do it for? Like what was that even about? So that's what I was just curious. Yeah. You gotta keep the momentum up. Like if you really wanna make a change, keep the momentum. And that's really where it's coming from. I'm thinking about joining a nonprofit where they get into the nitty gritty of prosecutors that are racist and, you know, convict non-violent crimes or people who've just been caught with weed and get ridiculous sentences. So it's like, for me, it's just an ongoing thing that I'm really trying to achieve. But for everybody, everything counts. Nothing doesn't count in my yeah, mind. I agree. For me right now, like, it's crazy. At, at this time, I'm reading the message of Black Man by Elijah Muhammad. And it talks about us as a black people coming together and building from within and have, pulling our resources together and actually um, building an empire, building a community without the outsiders, just knowing that we can do it by ourselves. So that's just the mindset I've been on 
for a while now just empowering ourselves. We have the resources, we have the tools, and we constantly exactly and we constantly go out and um, go to other people and instead of staying within ourselves and being like, yo, this person got money, or this person got money, or this person got knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Like every currency is is is, is necessary in this time. But we're constantly going since the beginning of time, we've been pushed down to show that we're not important. Um, just by being a black person in America because we came here as slaves. So especially people that are not um, in touch with their roots. Like, well, me, I'm African, so I know where I came from. A lot of these people be first-generation American, and when you ain't got no, um, you're not in touch with your roots, you have no sense of pride. So I feel it like... It goes back to knowledge. It goes back yeah. to knowing where you really come from and what we've really achieved. So it once really you get that... It really goes back to all of that. Exactly. So once you get that um that sense of pride, that sense of understanding yourself, and like not letting my brother get getting killed, and we some people so many people have a sense of fear, and it's like, bro, we don't need that fear. Like we're a powerful of being, and but we get from school to everything. We're we're always taught that the white man is a superpower, and and it's like, no, they're not. Like the black man is 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 where it's at. But that's another topic for another day. Exactly. Shit, I mean, Nick. Nip, you got something to say? I was about to say something. I don't want to talk over you. Nah, nah, go ahead. Why did he yeah, get back um, like- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I didn't even, I couldn't even see him. But, um, shit, I just feel like the best way to combat this shit um, that I know is just, like, we got to get things that can't be taken away from us or, like, the quote-unquote white man cannot take away from us. Like, if it's education, get that degree. If it's fucking a business, start your business, be the owner. If it's a house, own your house so they can't take that away from you. You feel me? Like, you just gotta, you gotta do shit that they can't interfere with, they can't take away. Because they, exactly. they they've shown many, for many years, they're gonna do whatever they gotta what they do. Wanna do. Down. But one, one, one black man that uh, nobody's been able to keep down, um, he's risen to historic levels, is your boy Michael Jordan. And uh, we seen episode seven and eight of um the last what's it called the last dance yeah so yeah. um shit i mean how y'all feeling after seeing seven and eight there was a lot of shit that happened in these two episodes uh honestly my takeaway let's start, was... at, the let's start at the beginning let's go in the order like let's let's go in oh, the we... order of the episode. oh oh the order of how the sh- <laughs> the order of how the show how the show went how that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, cause because the first thing with the, with the nets and shit and it's and go ahead. I'm gonna let you start. Go ahead. Oh well, I was talking about not even like where um, like I was just talking about how the documentary was not even like in game. I was talking about how like basically after his after he won that third championship and um he was sad because his father died and. It was crazy how the media came at him and actually was talking about how maybe he had something to do with his father's death. That was pretty fucking wild to me, bro. Like yeah. super wild. Yeah, that's that's insane. And I mean, the media is really what drove him away from the game. He kept saying, "Yeah, exactly." So, so that like made him really not want to be around basketball at all. For them, you know what I'm saying? After they did that, he was like really, really done. Like started changing up his body and everything. You you know what I just paid attention to like today? Like obviously I I know all this shit about Michael Jordan's career and all that. Like, but I really just thought about today that this nigga retired after only nine years. I never yep. thought about the fact that 
it was nine years exactly. I'm just like, yeah, I know that nigga retired after that third ring, but I'm like, damn, nine years. Can you imagine LeBron James coming out and saying, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm done. Like, I'm retired. I'm not playing this upcoming season. Like, what kind of shit would that be? Like, no farewell tour, no nothing. It's just over with. What? And, and he's saying he's doing it because of the, the media attention. Like, do you understand the criticism that he would, like, take? And LeBron, like, you got to think about Jordan. Yeah, Jordan had um, a lot of media attention. But the media attention right now for these these athletes at this moment from high school, once you're a star athlete until you're in the NBA or college, bro, it's on a whole different level. And for him to say that he couldn't even handle that, uh, I don't know if he can handle this this uh, this day's uh, media. I think he yeah. can handle it. I just think I just think that the pressure of his father dying and them finally like trying to blame it on his like gambling habit was just a low blow so it was like really really weighing on him like oh man like y'all gonna throw this on me too oh yeah i really can't take this but i don't be and liking that, that how oh, well i was just gonna say that shit about uh how they were saying that david stern suspended him um intentionally that shit was dumb as hell like yeah that was the dumbest he, thing i yeah no but i've heard that i heard that a lot of people have said that too that um he was he was actually suspended he really didn't retire for his gambling. But I mean, I don't know, so whatever you want to believe, but that could be a possibility that the blowback of him, because he was actually gambling at, at a lot of money at his height. He had people going to jail. So. But the thing know. was, though, he came back to only win three in a row because nobody had really done it in the modern era. So he was already yeah. had whispers about retiring already. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like it really happened out of nowhere. Like, this yeah. shit has been like an ongoing but thing. We only that reporter said that we don't know if he was actually contemplating retirement. I don't think he yeah. would lie on record. <laughs> I mean, uh, my MJ produced it. I don't think he would yeah, lie. Like that. Yeah, how would he? Not yeah, how was his? It's it's his documentary. Usually, people tell you they. You gotta think about it. Most documentaries, people are writing them for them, so most people can't really have a say. Michael Jordan has had a say. He first of all, he didn't even let LeBron James use his film. His um footage in one of his documentaries that he was doing uh, for a call it was about more than an athlete on showtime he didn't even want him to use his his film so he's always been in control of his film and how he wants his image to be so jordan come on now he's a he's a so smart he guy. Did want him or he did not want him to use it no he didn't let him use it like when it came to a time they did a timeline and it got up to jordan and they said um jordan would not um allow his um film footage to be used in the documentary because he's Mike always probably wanted of it yeah, Mike probably wanted it for his own shit. You never know. He wanted yeah, like, it, to put it, it out for himself. Yeah, no, it was just... Mike go play... Oh, my bad. I, I, no, you good. I was just about to say, seeing uh, Mike go play in, in baseball, that shit made me wish that we could have seen Bron play at least one season at tight end. Like, just let's yeah, see Yeah, I one thought one about that, that, too. Right? Because yeah. he, he was all state, too, in, in football. Yeah. MJ yeah, MJ's but, owner on owned the baseball team too, but yeah, too. so y'all think y'all think that the only reason why he like why it was that easy to get on a team is because he was he was already paying Michael. They was cool, so he was like, yeah, yeah. you could join a White Sox. Yeah, easy, and then he said yeah. he was still paying him his salary. He was still paying him three million dollars a year. <laughs> yeah, so he he already knew that Michael um he he's competitive, like he knew he was not done with the game. So he was like, I might as well stay in his good graces. So when he comes back, I know he's going for sure come back to us. That's that's so, just a smart thing to do. So uh, all right, let me ask y'all. When he finally did come back, 
and it was showing how um how he was treating Scott Burrell. Like what was y'all think what was y'all thinking with that situation? Bro, the first thing I thought about, I even wrote this down. I said, I don't remember much about Scott Burrell, but I remember he was pure ass. <laughs> Bro, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like you could you can rock get you know, everybody talk junk, do what they have to do, but saying bitch, hoe, all that stuff, like we that fight. Those is, are fight those those are fighting words. Like it, Bruh, literally what I said, I said, okay, I didn't know Jordan was out here using bitches and hoes at practice. Like yeah. that, though, yeah, those are fighting words today, MJ. That's not gonna, that's definitely not gonna slide. And I would have, if I'm Scott, if I'm Scott Burrell, I'm gonna look at him and be like, yo, I don't wanna be like Mike. Like, I'm no, you're you. Like, I can't, I can't do what you do, Mike. I'm sorry. Let me live, brother. You gotta say something, cause I know he probably was thinking in his head, like, shit, if I swing on this nigga right now, I'm out of here. Like next day they cut my ass. So, hey, I would have looked at him like, yo, listen, I'm on I'm here for the chick, Mike. I know this is your heart and everything, but look, man, like you gotta chill on me. I'm gonna get in there but, and I'm gonna get you four points per game, sir. I, I and I didn't like how everybody was they said they fear they fear Michael Jordan. It was like, bro, wait, he's another human being. Like, what do you mean you fear him? Like you're a grown ass man talking about you fear another man. Like, no, he like, had but did you notice? But did you notice? I was gonna say, did you notice what they all had in common though? Steve Kerr, Will Purdue, who else? Uh, Judd, Judd Bushler. Yeah, Luke Longley, like <laughs> these guys are the ones like, yeah, Michael, man, at practice. So, yeah, yeah. That guy, yeah, I got out of here. I got here. Yeah, that shit was funny as fuck. Mike had him shook. But, hey, no, yo, but oh. when he told him, go make a layup, ho, I was like, yeah, yeah that was, yeah, that said, was make, wild. Make this free throw, ho, all this. I'm like, bro. I don't, I don't care if you Michael Jordan. We squaring up. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? Like, you're not talking about like, like you crazy. Immediately, goat or not, your last name ain't Tyson. Let's go out here and see what the fuck you got. <laughs> and nice. the fact that he just felt like he can have that uh, uh, authority over people, even when, like, last episode, he talking about Horace Grant not giving him his food. Like, he felt like he had that autonomy over somebody to be like, no, you can't eat because because you didn't play a good game. Like, bro, what? Yeah. Like, you- yeah, that's <laughs> – that's really that's really wild, but um, Scotty Pippen was another wild one. I ain't know Scotty got down like that, bro. No, I'm not gonna lie to you. That's, like, that's one thing I, I've been learning about this doc. The, the first, the first when he set out for his contract, I was like, I bet I, I understand where you. I understand that, but this moment, I just feel like Scotty's kind of selfish. Like he's a selfish. Oh, yeah. he's, <laughs> he's a he's a selfish player. Like, and he wants it. Like, if it ain't going his way, he ain't rocking with it unless it's Jordan. Yo. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, if Scotty didn't do all this stupid shit, then, like, I feel like he would be higher amongst, like, small forward legacies. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's high already, but he, I think he would be even higher. I feel like... I don't know how much his, higher he could go. I mean, he's essentially shit, what, three or four all time? Yeah, he up there. He up I there. I feel like... Yeah, he's he's not with Braun or Bird, and he he's not with Durant either. Honestly, you think he's with Durant? No, I'm saying he's number four. You know, oh, I okay, love Durant. Okay, Durant, yeah, Durant okay, knocking, on, knocking on the door, to yeah. top ten, and number four. But I think they enjoy playing without Mike, like sharing the ball. Scotty yeah, was sure. the quote unquote but, man, even though he's not a scorer. They have nobody yelling at them at practice. Because that that was the offense was predicated on that. It was the motion offense. It was what Steve Kerr and the, the um Golden State Warriors do now, like that motion offense passing, constantly moving. That's what the mm-hmm. triangle offense really is. And if you know if you're a facilitator, you're gonna be good in that offense. 
Like, as a, imagine if Brown was in the offense. You know what he would do? Yes, I do know what he would do. Yes, I do. Yes. <laughs> like, like, because you seen Scotty Pippen running that, and he led a team to the semi, was it semifinals? Yeah, game seven of the semifinals. So imagine if you got somebody yeah, that. Who, who, they, um, who, did, who the fuck they play? Oh, Shit, I don't even know the name of the team. I don't, I don't even know, yeah. Hey, but you know the wildest thing about that is that Scotty, <laughs> Scotty said, "Yo, I mean, I would probably do it again." To be honest, what is wrong with no, you, bro? I think that's just his ego talking. Cause you can't be like some people just can't admit that they're wrong in that situation. Like, yo, I was wrong. I shouldn't have did that. And no thing about it is the fact that he actually made the shot made it even worse. Like, bro, you yeah, thought you were yeah, proving bro. a you thought you were proving a point, but really it backfired on you, bro. Sit your ass down on the bench, and we gonna win this game. But did y'all realize, like, after they lost, like, MJ was, like, a little too happy watching in his in his baseball in uniform? Like, oh, man, no, but man, I, I, bro, I, you know, I'm I a fan, like, blah, blah, blah. I've already, I've already came to the conclusion that we all, everybody knows this, Jordan is a selfish person, a selfish, like, so I, I've already came to that conclusion. So anything that he does, like, even when he was saying he was using the motivation because George Carl didn't say hey to him, like, that's weird to me. That you that is what that's just showing that you care too much about yourself. Like you feel like people owe you something. They gotta speak to you. They gotta do this. Like that's just. I don't think that that's with that. that I don't have a problem with. He's just finding some kind of motivation because he's already the best. And I mean, what else is there to look forward to? No, but that's also so self indulging. Like somebody has to speak to you. That's what it takes to win championships. That's what it takes to win championships. No, I'm not talking about. I I understand that aspect, but the feeling that somebody needs to speak to you. Nobody needs to speak to you. Like, I don't care who you are. This is your If ego. you know the man and he walking right, I'm Michael Jordan. You got to approach me. I'm your opponent. You're going to respect me. I'm here. You've seen me, too. Yeah, you got you to gotta say something. You got to speak. I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying, yeah, I'm not saying, oh, hey, Michael, how you doing? But just like, oh, hey, what's up, Michael? But I'm That's saying, it? how do you know that George Carr, he's in the mind frame. He's in the, he's, he's, it's a big time moment. Like, why am I gonna go talk to you? I'm a, I, after the series, we could talk, but right now I'm in a killer mindset. I'm coaching my team. I'm showing sure that I'm not scared of Michael Jordan, so I'm not gonna talk to him. We're not friends until after it's over with. Well, boom, he went out there and he busted his ass. It cost him. Yeah, it cost him. But Mike, Mike didn't always come out on top. I'm glad. I'm glad they showed yeah. uh, enough, enough of that uh, match against the Magic. Yeah, of, uh, he always uh, joined in six straight, blah, blah, blah. No, but he came back and got the ass beat. <laughs> they did put a heavy emphasis on how tired he was, though. They could have they could have said, like, oh, Shaq and Penny was just them niggas. They really was. Yeah, I, that's what I didn't like about it. Just because I don't care if he came out there on one leg. He played and he lost. And, and, and he passed the ball and turned the ball over twice. That was his fault. Yeah, like you played and you you messed up. It wasn't got to be do nothing with tired or anything. You played. And that's What's a crazy answer. in this man's whole career, he only had two bad plays that we can remember. <laughs> Every other thing he did was like shit. I mean, that's I mean that's just that's just honestly the way it goes. But what's fire though? What's what's fire though is that like for the next two seasons, they went on an average over seventy wins per game. That's OD. That's yeah. that's that's super duper wild. Like he came back literally the day after they lost and was like, Yeah, let's 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 get to the weights, like let's immediately like I'm coming back for vengeance. Bro, that uh that space jam, um recording space jam and that Jordan Dome 
that shit was lit, bro. Like the fact that this this dude really had people pulling up to his set of a movie to come hoop with him, and then the whole time he's still in their moves. Like, okay, that that's what I'm coming back with. Like, yeah, yeah. The fact that that's, they even built that whole training facility is is fire. Like, he's that's king shit right there. He's Jordan. What do you expect? But the difference about him is him and LeBron is LeBron got that and a, a office and Warner Brothers. So that's another. That's Why another you got to compare everything? <laughs> I just have to. But no, nah, damn, I, for, I was about to say something. You made me forget, bro. I know uh, Reggie Miller was smoking some good shit when that nigga was like, oh, yeah. And uh, I still to this day believe we were a better team than the yeah. Bulls. I'm just, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But even, but, yo, yeah. my favorite, my bad, my favorite moment of this, of, of both episodes was the Gary Payton moment when Gary Payton was talking shit and he was like <laughs> Gary Payton the glove <laughs> stop me like chill but no I don't that's what I'm saying when when he always has an excuse to as to why somebody did something to him though yeah. it's never that yo that he just locked me up like I just had a yo like, he, he got always me, he got me one good game like he can never yeah, that. he can never he admit that it didn't matter I wasn't thinking about that yeah, <laughs> but even I like that. Um, how um he um Jordan was saying how he was still in the um the moves of the different players, and that goes to the mindset. Like even Kobe Bryant, I was watching his uh, documentary and how he said he will see him in the summertime and play play them one on one or they'll scrimmage, and he will be thinking about their moves because he knows he got to see him in the postseason and still in their uh, moves. So that that killer mindset of not even knowing like yo we're playing a pickup game, but Jordan and Kobe are actually taking everything in account for it's nothing was free it's not just a pickup game like this is real life i'm i'm thinking about you in the postseason that's a fact i'm i'm glad you brought up kobe did y'all realize that on that team when um they went to the finals and won the first time him and shaq kobe was the youngest player on that team at 21. yeah that's pretty that's insane bro that kobe was a baby winning them three ships still like he was a baby boy yeah, that shit was wild. Because what made me look it up is I was looking at um Glenn Rice when he was on the Hornets when they played the Bulls. And I'm like, yo, I forgot. Glenn Rice really was nice, too. He had a season yeah. average like 6.27 with the Hornets. But um he would end up getting traded to the Lakers in 2000 and was also on that first championship team. So that, that shit was crazy. But, Did um, anyone look up LeBradford Smith's uh, stats or, or anything? Because, like, did he do anything after that? Uh, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. But think about his luck. I mean, he had a great game against Michael, and then he had him on a back-to-back. Like, that just has to suck, bro. Like, to get him right after you, like, outplay Michael Jordan and get him the next day, that just – oh, man. That, that, that he was sucks. Out the in three days. I mean, uh, three, uh, three seasons. He was out the league. Career-high points was nine. Damn. Damn. Hey, but I'm not gonna lie. The ending, the ending of the last episode was OD, bro. Like that was, that was iconic. What uh, which part are you talking about? Oh, I'm talking uh, about tip off. You said what? Pacers when they ended with um, when they was about to throw the tip of the uh, next game. Now, when basically Michael Jordan said he wants to win, he just he's sorry for being an asshole but that's how much he wants to win and he basically teared up he basically bullied himself and um he just walked off <laughs> he walked off in tears like bro i'm sorry but this is how bad i want it i'm sorry but 
This is all yeah, it, nobody, this is this is why I take this is what it takes. Nobody can ever talk about Jordan's um competitive because he's competitive to a fault. He said like, he never asked his teammates <laughs> to do anything he didn't do as well. That's real. Yeah. All right, flex. And and the fact that he hold, he even holds grudges because like he did in the Sports Illustrated, he said he never talked to him because they put that cover of him in his base and when he was hitting that baseball, he missed the baseball. So <laughs> I think that's petty, but that's how petty uh, he is. Course, he's petty. Yeah. He's a petty guy. <laughs> he's yeah, a petty guy, and he and he uses anything to his to to his advantage, like to go like, yo, I, this is the reason why I got. It. I feel like he's always trying to um show why he's um valuable, show his worth to somebody all all the time. Yeah, yeah, that's for that's for damn sure. Honestly, we um we probably gonna have to try to cut some of this shit at some point because it's it's almost at an hour, and we definitely didn't even talk about another topic I want to talk about, but um. So what, what y'all niggas think about what y'all niggas think about this Earl Thomas situation, bro? <laughs> uh, where he, his wife, uh, uh, homie, was cheating, and she found out through hacking a Snapchat or some crazy shit. Yeah, I saw that. Dang, yeah. hacking a Snapchat. Yeah, and she pulled up with her homegirls, and um, and and busting on them in a hotel room or some type of shit. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not TMZ, so don't blame me. Right. Homie had an Airbnb. Yeah, Airbnb. Oh, okay. Yeah, some shit like that. And uh, basically, she had a gun to homie's head. Like that shit's crazy. Hey, are y'all and, are y'all staying? Y'all y'all two y'all two y'all two got relationships. Are y'all staying with your girl? She got a gun to your head? No, no. <laughs> no not a chance. I don't know, but shit. Honestly, you got to worry about what that prenup looking like first. Yeah, that's bro. That's just super wild. Like, and I you hope gotta he prepared that himself. Cheating is uh, the the prenup is null and void when cheating is involved. So, like, shit, <laughs> you might have to stay. Yeah, no, nah, there's no way. I mean, I guess, I guess in that case, yeah, 50, but... 50 50 split. Are y'all staying? <laughs> 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 we we can negotiate that. We can you know see. Yeah, we gotta talk negotiate that. But I don't know. That's you cheated that, and I want fifty. That's what she gonna say. Like you cheated, but, I want fifty. If you trying to, leave. it's like, bro, why do you have your locational and Snapchat? Like, bro, come on now. Like, just so many other ways to get caught, bro. That's the way you got caught. Snapchat. Yeah, he's he's a rookie cheater at that. That's wild, bro. Like, that's a big risk you you taking. You got a gun to your head. And I know what she gonna say too. She just gonna be like, "Well, did I pull the trigger? Like, you act like I pulled the trigger. You still here, ain't you?" <laughs> That's what she gonna say. That's how women get you. That's funny as hell. That's uh, funny as hell. But yeah, I don't know. I, I would have to. I would have to be a father there. But I yeah, mean, I'm definitely you know, going. Hopefully, they work it out. They got three kids or some shit like that. And even his um his his little wing came on IG saying, "Yo, my agent saying I'm gonna be on it's it's um." the news tomorrow pray for us like bro what <laughs> yeah bro yeah that was that was the most horrible public service announcement i've ever seen like <laughs> it was horrible bro yo he's shitting so go ahead and wrap it up then we got any, any other any other things we need to speak about nba possibly coming back Shit, ain't been no progress. We gonna see. We gonna see next week. It's not like they don't sit up in a couple of states, but yeah, we gonna see. Well, shit. Um, 
That's all I got. Follow us on Instagram. More to say podcast episode 17. Yeah. Yes, sir.